Hey, Colin, how do you spot a vegan at a party? I do K, bro. Don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that is? Is that a, cause that definitely, I feel like it's a thing. I'm not sure, let's do a deep dive into it. Figure it out. Good idea. From Alda, this is the Protect Your Wild podcast. Each Friday, we go balls deep into sustainable stories, wild ideas, and legendary people. I'm Colin, here with... Avinash, and we're going to be talking about veganism. Hey guys, this is just kind of like a quick notice that we're taking a small break. We're working on some really exciting, you know, stuff and a cool relaunch of our website. Um, so stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, uh, we're kind of offline for a little bit. Yeah. Might rehash some episodes, but stay tuned and yeah, be excited. just like kick us off colin are you a vegan no sir not vegan not vegetarian i eat my meat dude just being honest how about you um i'm not vegan i have been vegetarian before i'm sorry you've been is that a joke was that a pun no that was my uh (laughs) accent that still came through i think i call you that out or i think i call (laughs) you out on that every single time shit um (laughs) So, um, I have been vegetarian in my past, um, and now I eat meat. I eat all sorts of meat. Um, Man uh, meat? Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, totally. I'm not vegan. Um, yeah. Would I like to be? Um, I would say maybe, possibly. Um but yeah, let's let's jump into it. Yeah. Uh, what are like uh, you know some facts that people should know just as a baseline? Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure everybody's kind of heard a lot of stuff before about like you know eating plants is better for the environment. How could that be? I thought the environment is plants. Well, let me explain it. Um, so first of all, thirty uh, percent of the world's total ice-free surface is used not to raise grains, fruits, and vegetables that are directly fed to us, but to support chicken, pigs, and cattle that we then eat. 30%. That's a lot. Um, So obviously it's super land-intensive, right? Not only do you have where they actually live, but you have all the food that they have to eat. So it's a lot. Um Mm. Second one, just, like, Americans eat a shitload of meat. Like, definitely on the high end of the world average. Um, We eat approximately 122 kilograms, also known as 270 pounds of meat, per year on average. Um, And, yeah, I would bet uh, I would probably be above average if I'm being honest i'm a i'm a bad bad boy 
bad mm-hmm. bad boy. You eat a lot of meat. Yeah, I do. I, it's it's uh, I would I would guess like eighty percent of my meals have some kind of meat in it. So okay, it's a problem. But I'll be honest. Um, so the next little fact we got uh, is an estimate. Excuse me. <clears throat> That growing livestock feed, so the shit they're feeding livestock, in the U.S. alone requires 167 million pounds of pesticides, 17 billion pounds of nitrogen fertilizer, um, and that's across approximately 149 million acres of cropland. Um so that's one thing I, I honestly never considered before seeing this. Um, it just like human veggies, it mm-hmm. takes uh, fertilizers and pesticides to grow, you know, grains and shit for the animals that we eat to eat. So there's that, right? Yeah. Uh, and the last one I got here, uh, apparently it takes about nine times the fossil fuel to produce each calorie of meat than each calorie of vegetable protein. So that's obviously way worse for the environment, right? Yeah, tremendously. Cool. That's like, you know, um, pretty bad. Yeah. So um, knowing this and knowing me and you and what we just fessed up to, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to get into kind of the why us, like people that are informed and that care, still haven't really been able to to make those changes in our lives um, yeah and jump into it, yeah yeah so um colin what's one you know factor that kind of throws you off for so yeah if i'm being honest the first one would definitely have to be time um I work full time and then we do this, uh, after hours, of course. Um, I rock climb, I play basketball, I do all kinds of stuff. I have a bird <laughs> and it, it just kind of ends up. I, I just know I have a couple go-to meals, right? I don't like wasting time at grocery stores. I pop in, yeah. I grab, you know, I'll just grab like some chicken, some whatever, some random veggies, and take it like I honestly put more planning into the veggies that I get for my bird to make sure he has a balanced diet than I do for myself. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever find that you kind of have that problem? Um. Yeah, I I, I do, but I I also do um cater my diet, especially recently while I'm you know staying by myself and uh, mm-hmm. I, I control the groceries that come in. Um, for sure I, I I've um my big factor is I'm trying to put on weight and build muscle and get more athletic and give us a um, flex flex it out oh I see it under that hoodie I see you <laughs> I, it, it's, it's getting bigger and like um so so for me like the, the reason I'm also like not going vegan entirely right now is because um I know there's a lot of uh, research and stuff out there about uh, bodybuilding as a vegan. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, it's just not um, ideal in the sense that I would have to eat so much more 
versus um, what I eat now to be able to gain the weight, right? Yeah. I think the, and the, the other, um, the best example I can give is uh, like something, I, I think my mom was telling me like, hey, uh, you know, lentils have, you know, lots of protein in them. I'm like, yeah, they, they do. I'm not denying that at all. Like, and they're vegan and they're, you know, they're a plant. They're great. And they're very high in protein, dense and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, for to get the same amount I would get from eating a piece of salmon, right? Um, like the big chunk of salmon I eat for dinner, um, that will be around 40 grams of protein, right? Because I eat a yeah. whole thing. Uh, and I only eat one, one big meal a day. Yeah. Uh, so then to, to equivocate that to the amount of cups of lentils that I have to eat, I literally have to eat like 10 to 12 cups to equal the exact same amount. Bro, that's and a lot that's, of lentils. That's a, that's a ton. That's literally so much to meet the same level of nutrition, right? Yeah. And and what comes along with that is also the fats and carbs that are associated with the lentil. Right, right. Not saying that's not fish, like it's not right? like as clean and pure, I guess, as a protein, right? In yes. In the sense that it's like what it's composed of is like a more of a mix of things. Exactly. Like a slab of and, meat. Yeah. And, and I, I do agree, yeah, you can get it through a supplement, right? Like there's plant-based proteins and stuff like that. Yeah. But what's missing from those is like micronutrients, uh, like carnitine, creatine, things that are found naturally in like meat that are good for building muscle and right. uh, seeing your hormone levels and stuff like that. Um, because they showed like soy protein in men, um, if you drink too much of that, you'll actually end up... Uh, uh, boosting your estrogen levels makes your pee pee little, right? Little pee pee. Uh, I don't think, think it'll make it little. I just think it'll make uh, a little like weird. You know, it'll um, just make it a little weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but well, sometimes um, I like to get a little weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but versus if you eat things like almonds and red meat, it actually shows that it uh, like naturally boosts your uh, testosterone levels, which is yeah. it's very good for like body recovery and you know, growth, obviously, because right. testosterone, you know. So, um, so what kind of, uh, or have you been able to find, like, a, a workaround for this or, or something that you want to try to implement to, to get man, through this? Um, so there are, like, pre-planned, um, like, meal things you can buy. Um, but I think the best option is just cooking better. Um, there are dishes you can cook. Um, so over this weekend, actually, um, I, I went to a vegan restaurant and literally everything they have there is vegan. Um, and I'm really lucky to be living in LA because they have quite a few of these restaurants, um, that are just completely vegan and, uh, they show you, you, you can eat pretty, um, healthy, um, and yeah, it won't taste bad either. Um, and it's, it was pretty good. It was, uh, jackfruit mm-hmm. and I legit wouldn't be able to tell that it wasn't meat that I was right. eating. Yeah, dude. I um, did a, a barbecue, like pulled pork jackfruit thing once that uh, I was like, what the, first of all, what the fuck is jackfruit? I had no idea what it even was before I had it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it tastes, it tastes like meat. I was literally like, 
what the fuck is this? This is insanely good. And um, yeah, so I I think my solution there um, to meet nutritional requirements um, is just, you know, find a better alternative uh, that's not soy protein. Um, I did look into pea protein. Uh, that is a little pea. more expensive. Why? It like maple comes peas. right out of your... Oh. No. <laughs> okay. Um, not that type of pea. Um, <laughs> I see now. So, yeah. Um, there is looking at that, but the, the cost of it is also a factor. Um, right. As whey protein is definitely like tremendously cheaper than, um, you know, plant protein yeah for sure for sure yeah but that's that's kind of like my take on that Mm -hmm. um but yeah yeah Uh, oh what's another like barrier for you colin um i mean the other is for sure taste uh but before i get into that i want to to go over kind of the strategy that i i figured to help overcome the whole time issue right um, so my thing with the time, right? I don't plan out meals or whatever. I, I am doing things in the moment and, um, what I thought I could do is basically find a go-to blog source that has simple vegetarian recipes, right? So yeah. that way when I am, you know, going to go grocery shopping for the week. All I got to do is pop in the same website or leave the tab open on my phone or whatever, scroll through, see what looks good. Boom. Click it. All right. What's the ingredients? All right. Let me grab this, this, and this. And by having a go-to resource, now I cut out having to like research something last minute or just like, you know, otherwise I'd just be Googling. All right. Vegetarian meals, trying out different links and whatever. So after searching through a few different links the other day, uh, I found this uh, website called Cooking Light. Obviously, we're going to put all the links and shit in the notes, but um, and they have like a filter for their blogs or whatever. That's top rated vegetarian recipes. Um, So uh, I'm going to use that to help with the whole time thing to make, excuse me, the meals in the first place. and then my game plan is to just make big meals with the leftovers, right? So yeah. say I'm going to make a, a vegetarian lasagna. just going to make a shitload of it. Like, let me make, like, you know, enough for, like, five, six servings or something. Then that'll cover me for lunches and dinners, and then I could freeze it um, and reheat it for later, too. So, yeah, that was... That, that to me, seemed like a, a, an approach I can roll with to start putting some more vegetarian meals into my, like, you know... Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah. And then, then once I've done it a couple times, now I'll generally know what I need to buy and won't even have to, you know, reference it. So I can just add in, like, you know, five meals or so that are go-to vegetarian meals to, to work into my, my routines. Yeah, hmm. That that that's a good strategy. I think I might even try that trade out as for well. sure. Yeah, I mean, if if time's an issue for any of you guys, like students, obviously, I, we remember being in school and shit. You're pulled in a billion different directions. You don't always have time to sit and like, 
I don't know, plan shit, make big life changes. Yeah. I ate microwave yeah. food for like all of freshman year in Subway. So, you know. Yeah. And even just like, uh, like in the dorms, like sometimes you don't have a full kitchen. You do like have a hot plate and a uh, microwave and you're like, yeah, I got to cook now. Right. Um, that, that's a tough endeavor to take on. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't handle that. Um, yeah. Yeah, but that, that seems like a really good resource. Yeah, so, yeah, check that out in the notes, guys. I think that'll be helpful to you, too. But, um, so, yeah, that the second one I had was taste. Uh, but since I just ran my mouth for a while, if you want to hop to your second one. And oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, for, for me, it's, it's based on convenience, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. um if I'm at like a workplace or I'm, you know, tra- traveling or doing whatever, it's some, sometimes really hard for me to find places that are catering um, to that. So right. it so becomes... When huh? you're out and about, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Out yeah. and about or um, even... So, you know, you go to an office to do work, right? Um, you don't want to be that guy at the office that when you go to an event or their client's coming in, uh, and they have like catered stuff you're like hey where's the vegan options um just because like it, it seems right now in today's culture it's like uh, um a bit of an inconvenience right right i'm not saying this is the most ideal situation it's not the right thing and you know um th- this isn't the way it should be but you always come off as that guy that vegan guy for sure and just like our joke in the beginning right like some, sometimes you don't want to bring that attention to you. Um, sure. Like let's say you're an entry level kid. Like, don't freaking you know start yeah, pushing your. I don't want to be difficult. Later. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, make exactly. them Have to bend over to seem like oh that's not good enough for me or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and 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 especially if like let's say you're going to a client's um event or whatever, you don't want to be that guy who's like oh um that's not vegan I can't eat it. That's like going to someone's <laughs> house. And like being like, oh, I can't drink your milk because I only drink, um, you know, two percent milk or some shit mm-hmm. like that. I, I've had visitors that done that, and it puts a bad taste in your own mouth. You're just like, fuck this person. Like yeah. we're being trying, we're try, trying to be as not, nice as possible. And, yeah, yeah. And and now you come here and you like, you know, showing your ass to everyone, being like, yo, I'm more special than you. Sorry, did you say uh, showing your ass? Yeah, ass. Like, you know, ASS. You're ass. sh- showing it. Yeah, showing your ass. Is that a phrase? I, haven't... <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's an idiom. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm foreign, man. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I just, I was <laughs> I just imagine you going in know. asking for uh, some vegan options, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have that, but why is your ass out, dude? <laughs> Oh, no. no I, just, I just meant that as like a... Yeah, I got uh, you. Yeah, so that's kind of like, um, yeah, what my thoughts are. I, I just don't want to be that. Um, so, so like, that's why I'm a little, you know, wary on that, uh, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I, think, I think nowadays it, it's, it's easier to be vegetarian than vegan. Right, because yeah. a lot of thing, a lot of places will have like cheese and things like that, 
And I feel that's where the Dodger dot. Dude, also, uh, cheese is fucking great. And I can imagine personally. That's why I know I, I, I'm not even going to claim I'm ever going to try to be vegan. Because I'm uh, pretty heavy on the, the milk and cheese and stuff. The dairy. Yeah. And, and, and personally, okay. Like, the whole, like, avoiding meat and cheese and dairy and, and eggs and stuff like that. Like, I, I think it's fair to want those things. Uh, I only think the reason it's so unsustainable and not like right right now is because our population exploded, right? And now we're trying to give that same experience and that same amount to a larger population, right? Which is not sustainable. Um, I, I think one variable has to change, and it's either the population or like the food that we eat. Um, so obviously, like the logical explanation would be the food we eat. But yeah. that's so hard to do because everyone's like, oh, I feel like I'm deserving of meat versus, yeah. um, you know, what other people, you Th- know. This is where I'm, I'm like very pro-government regulation. Um, you know, I think if we required a lot higher living standards for our livestock and poultry and all that stuff, um, that would bring the quantity of meat that we can produce way down and bring the cost way up thereby forcing people to eat less meat for the most part. And I would yeah. totally be for that. Like I, I wish the, the organic and all that stuff. I wish that that was the norm, that that was the average baseline and going above and beyond that. They would like throw on the name of the chicken on the pack of chicken breasts that you buy. They would say, this is Frank, Jill and jo- Joanna. And you'd be like, all right, they had names. I know they were treated extra good. You know what I mean? They're treated like little people. <laughs> so, our higher. I, I, I think our higher standard, though, right now of just being organic and free range and stuff like that, should become the norm. I think it's a, it's like a crime against, you know, not humanity but animals. Uh, yeah, the way yeah. That some stuff is done. It's it's horrible. Yeah, and I, I definitely think there's also the the whole point, like, um, you know, should animals be killed for our consumption? Um, definitely not ideal, but it's, you know, just how... I mean, it's part of our biology is what I kind of think. Like, look at our mouths and you can tell right away, yeah, it's meat and plants. But, uh, well, that yeah. that being said, though, so what, what were some of the things that you, you kind of thought of to, to help overcome that convenience and, you know, kind of self-consciousy thing? Um, at the office and at events uh, is definitely just try and go with the vegetarian option um, because, like, that's that's the best you can do, right, without being a dick you know, or, or seeming weird. Um, and the other option is to try and make that kind of, you know, diet not weird and not as, um, you know, like different. Yeah. Um, the, the other proposed solution, um, that I'm a little in support of is, uh, leave the event. You know, if you're, uh, like for example, uh, one of the people leading, uh, an event for us, uh, actually introduced me to this vegan restaurant um by taking us all out there and now we're like oh okay cool like you know what, what's on the menu and then we get to try out the restaurant um not knowing that it's all vegan mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah 
Um, because I, I feel like if we, we went in with that disposition um, in today's cur- like culture and stuff, we'd be like, huh, a little skeptical. But then once you get there and you eat the food and everything, like um, you're, you're surprised. You're like, hey, this is good. So I, I'd say like lead that, you know, lead that change and kind of like destigmatize that kind of uh, diet. Um, just so that now you're, you're not alone in that whole, um, oh, is it vegan kind of thing? Um, but that's like a bigger, you know, picture and maneuver. Um, but definitely picking a vegetarian option is, um, the most viable for me right now. Right. Right. I was thinking too. And then if they're, if they're just, I guess most big companies now, there's enough vegetarians that that's pretty standard, but I guess if there is no option, you could either you know, do kind of like a lie or something and just say, hey, you know, uh, I actually ate before I came here and I'm full or whatever. Or plan that out so that you do eat before you come or something. If you have yeah, yeah. options. Or, you know, if you're not trying to go full-blown, uh, full-blown vegetarian or vegan, that is, that can be, you know, one of your special occasions where you indulge a little bit. Yeah, and, and I, I definitely think, um, like, even growing up um, vegetarian a little, um, that uh, um, veg- vegetarian options are, are quite available, I would say. Yeah. Um, it, so it's like, there's certain restaurants that are really shit for it. Like, don't go to a barbecue place, obviously. <laughs> like, don't be, don't be stupid. <laughs> but um, <laughs> at yeah. the same time, like, there's a surprisingly large amount of vegetarian options for you. Um, True. So don't, you know, uh, discard that because it's the lesser evil. You know what I mean? Like eating a little cheese or like a little egg will not fuck you up at all. Right. Or, right. you know, make the world a worse place. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think people are a little too, like they almost treat the diet stuff now like it's a religion. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't, I absolutely cannot have a little bit of this or that. Like, I can't. I, then I'm not a vegan, or then I'm not a vegetarian. Like, it's almost more about the label in a weird way. It seemed, yeah, and this is from limited experience, but, um, yeah. I, I, I like that idea of just, like, you know, allow yourself to be a little flexible. Um, yeah. And, and, and also, like, like uh, even now, like, my biggest meal is dinner, and that's usually where I have my serving of meat, right? right. Um, lunch is like a light snack. Lunch is salad. a bullshit meal anyway, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like something to keep me going, but like I definitely like have a gigantic dinner, and that's that's it. Um, so I, I think uh, even like skipping, I don't want to say, I, I don't want to advocate skipping meals, but like skipping meals sometimes <laughs> even better, like. You know, you save up on resources and uh, servings of meat, for sure. Yeah, true that. Um, Cool. And, well, my last one I got here, like I mentioned before, is the taste. So not only does meat taste great, but uh, a lot of vegetables, I think, taste pretty shitty. (laughs) Just being honest. Don't really like broccoli. Don't really like carrots. I can actually do leafy greens. I can actually just like crush, no problem. Um, so I, I've been able to manage that. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of one of the reasons why 
I'll have, you know, turkey bacon with breakfast or whatever, right? I might have something sweet. I want to balance it with something salty. So that's like a go-to, you know? And I've switched off of pork at least to turkey because it's better. Um, oh. So that's good. But yeah, so my strategy that I kind of came up with to get around that is uh, when I thought about it, there's certain foods that the taste is not so much about the the like meat of the dish or whatever but it's like about the thing as a whole so so soups pastas things like enchiladas saucy things you know um mm-hmm. the flavor is all about the sauce you know what i mean so yeah i don't need to be adding chicken or beef or meatballs every time i make pastas i can chunk it up with some more eggplant some uh peppers all that stuff add in some more veggies to the sauce and it all blends together and the taste is still pretty much the same. It's about the sauce. Same, mm-hmm. same kind of goes for soups, right? The taste is, uh, not, not so reliant unless you're doing like a chicken stew or whatever, a chicken broth thingamajig. But yeah, there's lots of soups and things like that where you don't sacrifice the, the flavor by making it vegetarian. Um, so kind of, I'm going to try to make an effort to combine those two things. And like, I'm going to pick out some of those meals that I think are going to taste just as good vegetarian and that are simple enough to do, um, and will yield like enough leftovers, like thing, you know, soups are great for leftovers and just start incorporating that into my diet more and more. Um, and yeah, so I guess what we're gonna try to do essentially is like incorporate some of these things into our lives over the next couple weeks and definitely listen up in in one of the future episodes and we'll report back on our experiences maybe have some stories to tell um Uh yeah but i'm i'm kind of glad that we sat down and took some time to to do a little research otherwise i probably would have just kept going on doing the same things yeah, and, and uh, I definitely think, like, taking steps and trying to shoot in that direction is a good, you know, w- w- way to practice what we preach. For sure. Because um, I, I know, like, we definitely touch on it sometimes, but we don't go into the our own reasons why we don't do it ourselves. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of, like, a good explanation for yeah. our choices and our, you know, lifestyle. Absolutely. Uh, and reasoning. So yeah. that's kind of, like, how we came up with that yeah i think Um, there's lots out there hopefully that can relate to and be like yeah i actually did know and cared as well but also never really took the time to actually make change or they had some of these same blockades so yeah and i I believe uh you know we're we're you know a good example of some of our listeners or you know uh just you know we're 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 people too you know right right We, we grew up we we're, we're learning how to do this um, just as you are. So as we figure things out, we, we'll try and pass it on to you guys as well. So thanks. <laughs> and um, before we jump into our, you know, warden or wanker, uh, I just wanted to say thanks for, you know, listening and, you know, uh, giving us some time. Um, and it really helps us a lot if you drop us a review or subscribe and reach out to us whenever at protectyourwildpodcast at gmail.com uh, or hit us up on Instagram. Um, pretty dope. 
Uh, so, yeah, let's jump into the Warden or Wanker for this week. Who you got for uh, us, boy? Oh, wait, so, sorry, a Warden. <laughs> a Warden's a good person that does good things for our good planet. And a Wanker is a whack-off who whacks around on our wacky world. So um, our wanker for this week is the city of Phoenix, Arizona. So a whole city? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> or or I, would, I would also blame the government officials hey, there. Fuck you, um, Phoenix. Is that what it was, <laughs> Phoenix? I just yeah, start yeah. calling out other cities. Yeah. But basically, Phoenix is in the middle of a fucking desert, right? And as the <laughs> earth gets mm. hotter and hotter, right, that shit's going to melt, it's like not- properly melt. But now here's the issue, right? Um, Colin, if you have a really hot city that's just getting hotter and hotter uh-huh. um, and a massive population, what what's one resource you're going to use a shitload of? Flamethrowers. Why the fuck would you use flamethrower if it's hot out? Kill the people so that there's less people so there's more resources to share. No, but what's the most used resource? Oh, oh. Uh, wa- water? Probably water. Water, right? And yeah. if it's really Air. hot and water okay sorry it's water mostly water yeah it's mostly water right so what what's happening with the water is uh the government's like letting them you know drain the you know water from reservoirs and rivers and everything else like that but um they're drilling wells and sucking so, so much water from the ecosystem the water tables dropped about 400 feet nice right? that sounds uh, safe <laughs> Not safe at all because the land around is sinking in as well. If those humans dropped 400 feet, they'd die, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, right, th- this is a great example, and Phoenix is kind of like a good example of what could happen to all our other cities um, because they're fighting. They're not fighting, but they're, they're struggling for water, and I believe that's happening in other places, yeah. like Cape Town, right, and even, you know, South California. Uh, and that what's that one like, stupid city? Oh, it's it's like the dumbest city. Um, it's like in the middle of the desert. Lots of lots of whores, you know. I, I Gambling. Know. Oh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. That's stupid city. Las Vegas. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Las Vegas. Anyway, continue. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like that where it's just draining that whatever's nearby right yeah all the water from it is going to get sucked out and once that happens the land collapses and it's just bad for the ecosystem around it because now now you're taking away plant life you're taking away uh wildlife and everything else like that and i would say phoenix is now the uh poster child for that shit show uh it because <laughs> yeah don't make a city in the fucking desert you idiots you idiots yeah we can move water around but why don't you just make a place closer to the fucking water god damn (laughs) but um i i i think in this situation it's also the policymakers and stuff green lighting hey like we can dig deeper and we can expand our land we can you know have more city blocks and there's no like growth management, bigger. I guess, right? They're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's we we're fine. Yeah, because the the monetary gains obviously are, you know, um, more people to the city, more growth, more industry. That's great, but 
the shitty thing is you're draining your resources that are very, very limited. Yeah. Uh, so the growth is not sustainable at all. Yeah. Uh, and I, honestly, I think that would be my problem with people. Um, I believe this kind of goes down the path of, um, have you seen the movie The Matrix? You have. Sure. Uh, yeah. I just don't remember um, the scene. Also where true. The, the, the villain uh, is explaining, he's like, humans are like a virus, right? They just spread, and once they consume whatever is around them, they spread to a different spot mm. and start consuming whatever's there and just draining it, killing it, right? Yeah. And it seems like that's what we're doing. Um, we don't know how to live in balance with our environment, and I think that's what our generation should focus on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. Um, yep. I'm curious, too, if anybody, if any listeners happen to live in Phoenix... Uh, and you want to shoot us an email, I'd definitely be curious to hear it from uh, one of the uh, drought-stricken horses' mouths that needs a sip of water. So that'd be, that'd be interesting to hear. Sweet. All right, and if you like what you heard and, you know, if you want to support us, drop a like, subscribe, leave a review. Uh, helps us out when we're trying to grow. And obviously, if you want to hit us up on Instagram or protectorwildpodcast at gmail.com, uh, yeah, do that. And don't forget anything going. Yeah. One last thing also, going to have a season of interviews I'm going to keep plugging at the end of the episodes coming up in August. So you'll want to be subscribed and keep an eye out for that because it's going to be lit. Yep. And protect your wild. Thank you.